0: Real News. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the Line 90.7 FM. Welcome back, everyone, to the final Real News Uncensored for the summer of 2019 here. We'll be back on the Line 90.7 FM next week. Hopefully. We, I've. We get banned again. What was that?
1: Unless we get banned again.
0: Yeah, I know. have to not make any more sound effects. Um, and we'll be fine. But... I scheduled the show, so we should be going on same time, 7 p.m. Saturdays, Line 90.7 FM. You can watch Tune the Real News, you can tune in on Line 90.7 FM, or go to the line.fm to tune in, and always subscribe to the channel to keep up to date with all these things in case everything changes or we get banned again, which both are possible, <laughs> especially considering our past behavior. So, again, subscribe, tune in, and you won't want to miss it because it's a lot of fun and we'll have a lot of cool guests coming on. So, This week, we have a few news topics that are definitely um, very interesting. Like, it's a weird news week. We have, like, some Russian spy novel like shit with a CEO. Greenland is up for sale. Well, it's not, but Trump wants to buy it. There's just a bunch of cool, crazy stuff going on. So, we're going to start with the Overstock CEO. He did a couple interviews on TV after he resigned from the company over some comments where he was talking about the deep state. And it turns out, I was watching this live just by accident, that he was telling on Fox News that he was in a romantic relationship with a Russian spy while he was in the company. And she wanted to get to the White House. She even met up with Don Jr., I think. And the FBI themselves told him to keep pursuing this relationship. And there was a whole bunch of ties to these deep state characters. Peter Strzok, who was involved with the FISA courts, And the wiretapping on Trump—it's so crazy, it's insane. This story—I don't know why nobody's talking about. I don't know why it's getting more coverage than you know. It should get a lot more coverage, but it's getting like nothing. He even went on CNN, which surprised me. If they let him on, Uh, but it's very interesting, and I would definitely say this is something that's probably going to blow up bigger. It's of all these sort of things related to the corruption of the Obama administration in relation to Trump, I think this one has a lot more juice to come out.
1: Yeah, dude, those Russians, man. You know, you see them all the time. Like, do you remember that story about, like, the NRA girl? Who a Russian agent.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like what this was. Like, she was, you know, Russian agent sleeping with people to get, you know, into uh Powerful positions with powerful people and powerful situations, she was sleeping her way around. Well, yeah. thing
1: with, well, the thing with the uh, the NRA one, I don't really understand what, like, if they actually found evidence that she was a Russian agent, or is it just that she was from Russia they were flipping out?
0: I don't it's, know, uh, actually, I forget. I
1: know someone from Russia, and I mean, that person <laughs> seems a lot more likely to be a Russian agent than this NRA. <laughs>
0: I think yeah. I, I think what you described this person's a bond villain.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this probably be a pretty fair assessment. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And he... dude, there's some stuff that's that goes on in this world that like you know, you'll see stuff on the news and you're just like, you know, this this isn't half of it. This ain't nothing. Yeah. They actually saw what really happened, especially in the fucking Trump campaign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, a small college town.
1: (laughs) like no one. Like I'm surprised no one looked into that one. But I mean, I don't think he's a Russian agent. I think people just had like Russian Russia phobia. To be honest with, (laughs) I think that promotes a lot of this stuff. Because like after Trump won, it was like, oh well, it was the Russians that did this, and the Russians, you know, they're they're having this Cold War mentality. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it now. I'm sure Russia does have agents out there and in here. And I'm sure that we have agents in Russia and China and all those. But I feel that like, you know, we're almost in this like cold war version too, Mm -hmm. because they're upset that some Russian trolls helped Trump. Even though probably more of them actually helped Clinton. They, they don't care about that. They just wanted to generate clicks. You know, they're, they're poor people. Like in Russia, you know, you don't make a lot of money. You know, people are dirt poor over there. Like they don't, Like, it's a very poor nation. It's not like China. I mean, China's poor, too, but, like, there's some mega-rich people out there. But, like, Russia, you know, it's... Yeah, I guess they have a few mega-rich people, but by by and large, it's, you know, just poor guys, you know, driving cars that, you you know, they're shit. Like, like, Yugos and stuff and, like, putting vodka into the oil, into the gas tank to go and make it run a little bit longer. Stuff like that.
2: You know, know, I i I don't like the you know i I do believe as a country where and especially coming from the left, we're seriously russophobic uh there's like it's not like we we look at Russia and we the 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 immediately we think oh soviet union da 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 and it's like and i mean the the okay so with with uh the ceo the russian spy thing there there were there were a couple russian spies i think over the last couple of years that kind of came out they were pretty cute too i gotta be honest like like, look hey hey that's a great way that's a great way to get some information hey just
0: uh, (laughs) it's a very pleasant way
1: I wonder if we do that anymore, if they just trust some, like, transgender, like, fat activists, as <laughs> to try, like, get on people. <laughs> they just get something like, Google or something.
2: They don't know, look, we, they don't know how to be sexy, though. It's like, yeah, you, they, they go over, they go over to, what, what, if they're gonna go over to Saudi Arabia or some shit. Like, yeah. yeah I'm All here to up. seduce you. I'm here to seduce you. Take off your pants, <laughs> goddammit.
3: <laughs> like, oh my god.
1: You ever hear about that one like Chinese spy that was actually a dude that like seduced some guy? I think it was like a either British or American, and he I thought he was know. a like, the guy was a woman. What? I think I made a play. I think they made a play about it was like Madame Butterfly or something. <laughs> like it was bizarre. Like, and the dude thought that she had a kid, and he didn't realize he was he was fucking a dude. Oh god!
3: How do
0: like, you not know? I
1: don't know. And then he ended up being caught for like. Giving information to a Chinese spy. <laughs> she's giving
2: him. A, she's giving him a blowjob. Your t- your dick tastes like butthole.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's a red flag right there. To nose.
3: <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't Night and Butterfly. But it was another. I think it was another story. Something. I think they did make a play about this one. though. like not not uh, they whatever the scene was. They, they made a play about or something like, so it was fucking bizarre and it was like he, he was very surprised when he was banging a dude and he found out like years later
0: oh god what's worse to find out like a few days later like in the moment or years later I'm trying
1: to look this up I keep getting like gay porn advertising.
0: <laughs> I bet it was based on a porno even if it was a real life events it's probably based off of one or they made porn of it.
2: I wonder, I wonder how, like, how it got from, like, it's, it's weird. Cause like when, when, when I, when I used to work in mental health, we do, we, there was, we'd have a couple of patients that, uh, their their boyfriends left these chicks, their boyfriends left them for another man.
3: Mm. Right. Oh. And
2: like, and they were like borderline suicidal right they because it was like the ultimate it it was considered the ultimate to them it was considered the ultimate insult like I I was so bad that he he not cheated he didn't even have the decency to cheat on me with another woman he went to (laughs) another man and like now I think now it's seen like if you if you act that way you're probably homophobic so like
0: what would
1: be? Oh no, it was called. No, I looked this up again. It was called M Butterfly. I don't know if it's the same thing. It's based on true events. See Bernard Borsicott and Shepepu. <laughs> it Pei was about a French diplomat assigned to Beijing who became infatuated with a opera performer, and the opera performer was, was actually a spy. And the dude didn't realize it was a it was a dude. Oh for years and he ended up like I think getting sent to uh like they had a whole incident over that. <laughs> he got he got sent to he got like arrested or something. And they got uh, yeah. Yeah he had some problems after I think what was it? I don't know if he killed himself or something after that, but he uh he was not particularly happy about
0: it. God Yeah that's yeah. just like <sighs> it's like what you were saying earlier about like when you only know half the story it's crazy and that's crazy enough imagine what the other half is i mean that's even the same with the overstock ceo it's like yeah this is just what he's telling you and this is crazy imagine what he doesn't know imagine what everybody else doesn't know what we don't know and all that you know new level of craziness it's it's a weird world out there like you know the as we called him, the Bond villain. We'll call him the Russian Bond villain um, that we knew. Imagine if people only, like, imagine people that don't even know him. And what we know is, like, crazy enough. And imagine what we don't know. It's, it's an interesting, you know, I don't know if I'd say a paradox, but it's like one of those things that just screws with your mind the more you think about it.
1: Yeah, like, you know, I wonder how many spies, you know, you've met, going to a Penn State
3: yeah
1: National i bet there's sort a of shit shit done spies over there like especially chinese they're the ones we should really be worrying about like they hacked penn state years ago
0: yeah they actually did
1: they hacked penn state they hack other universities all the time steal ip ship it back to china that's that's a pretty common occurrence and they recruit people over here and on top of that you know you get lost soon so they're probably the type of people who'll go and like pay to get their degrees -hmm. Like they probably just pay to get their degrees, and they go to parties and stuff, and start finagling with people.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I mean, I think I'd be more worried about definitely the Chinese and the Russians, considering especially at college there's so many Chinese, you know, especially compared to Russians. But their government is a totalitarian government. Yeah, Russia doesn't exactly have a democracy like they say they do, but China is like nah we're a totalitarian government, we're in it to win it, we don't have any rules, it's all, we're going all in, and, you know, some of these, you know, Chinese students, for example, they're, you know, like, how do I put, like, you really don't, they don't uh, necessarily have a lot of American friends, they kind of stay in their own little community of themselves, which is understandable, because they don't, you know speak the language very well and they want to be with their own people it's very understandable but at the same time it's like we're like in two different worlds there on that campus just two different worlds
1: yeah like the they don't want to mention it but like the chinese students are some of the most racist i think i've ever met really like like i yeah i remember i, had, I was talking to this one guy it was a chinese exchange and he was telling me that like you know they'll they don't even like other Asians like they all you know if they're with a Chinese person they'll make fun of the Koreans and if the Koreans are with the Chinese they will make fun of the Japanese but mm. all of them make fun of the Indians they really don't like them for some reason and then they all really don't like you know like uh, Africans.
0: Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah.
1: Like they like the one guy told me that he thought that as like a bad ghost or something. What like was bad that? Scared. Like, they like the one Chinese guy told me that, like, there's a traditional belief. I don't know how true this is that, like, black people were like reincarnated like badly or something. That's what? why, I'd, like, yeah, there's some racist motherfuckers out there. Yeah. And I don't like they're like they, they, the Chinese, you know, they're they're an interesting group because, like, you know, most people don't really think of them as being outwardly racist. But look at the, um, uh, what was, what was that whole big riot back in, like, the 80s?
0: Tiananmen well, uh, Square.
1: Yeah, like, that whole thing started over a uh, race conflict. Hmm. Like, I don't know if you know the history of that, but...
0: No, I give me the red reading, pill.
1: I remember reading this, so basically what happened was there were, like, China... Like, this was back during communist Chinese time. And they had um, a bunch of, like, exchange students coming from, like, Africa... They're going to teach them how to be good communist boys and girls.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, when there was one guy from Africa and he had like, like he was accused of having like multiple girlfriends and like, you know, it was like the Chad African versus like the virgin Chinese. students, So they started getting pissed off. They kept banging all the chicks. So they started like having this like racial conflict. And then it's, it started as this like racial conflict. Then it started spreading into this like democracy movement. Mm hmm. And that, that's that's that story um yeah, that's what i heard about that i don't
0: well, know look at even the hong kong protests now i mean that's a you know an interesting scenario where you remember the british used to have hong kong now they don't and the chinese are they they started this like extra dying bill uh where i think they would jail hong kong people in china you know out of hong kong and they were worried about that because they thought they'd never see these people again. So they've been protesting. And, you know, for all the tariffs going on right now, like Trump threatening to raise an amount of 30%. And he was telling people not to ship fentanyl. Um, I mean, it's, it's we, we don't realize how tied we are to this country and how many, you know, these events. Like Tiananmen Square had some effect on us, but like these Hong Kong protests could have huge effects on us. The fentanyl. I mean, look at the fentanyl. China said they would stop sending fentanyl, stop killing Americans. I, mean, you know, it's, I think 100,000 die every year from fentanyl. They didn't do that. They did nothing. And, you know, now it's kind of becoming their own bargaining chip of, oh, okay, you guys got to lower your tariffs first before you stop shipping this fentanyl. It's like pretty screwed up that that's actually now a bargaining chip of, yeah, we're going to just stop killing your people now. We'll, we'll we'll stop now if you do this if you you know lower these tariffs it's like they're a very different culture
2: dude, dude they're a fucking mess. there's yeah. so many people yeah and, and like if they like you can't trust President Xi like when he says, oh, I'll, I'll look into it like he they have no way they have no way of monitoring that many fucking people like there's no way they're like, oh, we'll stop the fentanyl how literally how yeah you got so many people that like even if you even if you truly wanted to be committed to something like that you have no genuine way to commit to that because you you're talking about there's no there's there there's no systems in place that could handle that many freaking people
0: well the one thing they can do is there are i think it's like Kind of like think of it like the FBI's most wanted, but for fentanyl people, and we know who these people are. These like kingpin fentanyl dealers, and China hasn't taken them out. They should take them out, but have they? now? I mean, that's where maybe America might have to step in, and just you know, SEAL Team Six these guys' asses and go in there and take them out because China's not doing it, and it'd be a service to everyone. So people are not. You know, paying attention enough to the opioid crisis and the subset of that, which is this fentanyl crisis from China, it's pretty screwed up. But, you know, it's depressing reality right now with China.
1: Yeah, I hope... I, I really do hope that, um, you know, they fix some of that stuff going... Like that some sort of resolution happens in Hong Kong, like... well, I, that- Yeah, Atlanta. sorry. It's very sad that the British just gave it to China. They should have gave it to, like... Yeah, you know, let it be its own city-state, like, separate from China. Or, like, gave it to, like... Uh, what's that other place? Uh, Taiwan. Uh. Just to pick off the Chinese.
0: <laughs> yeah, they hate the Taiwanese. Uh, the, the thing I think that's going to happen here is... The protesters are... Now, they're doing some effective things and some ineffective things. One effective thing they're doing is they're keeping the pressure on China. So they're still there. There's thousands, I mean, maybe millions, thousands of them in the streets all the time. So the pressure is still on. That is good because that'll make China have to do something eventually. But their big problem is they're having a few people that are destroying property, uh, clogging up airports, destroying government buildings, and violence. The problem with that is they don't stand a chance against a totalitarian government with a big-ass army, okay, that's on their side. They shouldn't be using violence. They should be using peaceful protests. It's the most effective, you know, morals out of the picture. It's just simply the most effective means they'll have because they don't have guns. They don't have any weapons. They're not going to beat the military. But they, what they do have is numbers, and they can use that to their advantage by what they're doing right now, which is lots of them in the streets protesting, and they're creating a lot of pressure on the government. So really all they should just do is keep it on the government, and the government will have to do something. The thing I'm afraid of is that what is going to happen is a massacre. There's going to be a situation where somebody that's been, you know, these more violent parts of the protests are gonna do something stupid the cops gonna be pissed off or the military's gonna be pissed off and they shoot them kill them wound them whatever and then you have a whole mess now Tiananmen square and you know would be like nothing to this
1: well yeah just as a update apparently it was not the Tiananmen square it was the nanjing anti-african protests that was that was what i was thinking of but it led okay. it was it it was it was an event that led to Tiananmen Square, like so it happened the year previously, and it started the um, idea that like you know people can start rebelling. So, you know, Tiananmen Square was in part possible due to it, due to the Nanjing anti-African. <laughs> yeah, you
3: know,
1: that, that's just crazy that like you know people kind of cover that one up. But I can see why.
0: Mm. Yeah, I you didn't know, even they, know about that. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, they don't teach you about that one. I mean, they don't really teach you too much about Tiananmen Square as it is because Google, you know, in the schools, they don't want to piss off the Chinese. But they really don't teach you about this one because, heaven forbid, Chinese people are called out for their, like, blatant racism.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I've known some Chinese people, and I can confirm that their culture is definitely way more racist than what anybody has this idea that American culture is racist. It's way more. For American culture is not racist. We're the most accepting culture. We are. We have so many different races, so many different people. We have, okay, like, look, China, from what a Chinese guy told me, it is looked down upon. If you're a Chinese man, a Han, as they would, you know, is the predominant, you know, uh, flavor of Chinese... What was that?
1: Uh, so yeah, that's that's a racial group.
0: Yeah, that's the main racial group. If a Han boy came home with a white woman, let's say, they'd be like, "Oh, okay, that's good, I guess." If he came home with a another Han, it'd be like, "Oh, perfecto, that's that's exactly what we want." But if he came home with a Indian woman, Ooh. yeah, they don't like that. If he came home with a black, they really don't like that. In America, we have no problem with race mixing for the most part. I mean, you'll get some pockets of people that are kind of like, eh, about it. And maybe, like, some families will be lukewarm with that first, but then warm up to it. That, that just doesn't happen in China. That shit doesn't fly. Unless it's, like, a white woman. But, yeah, there's a big difference. Like, we in America will love people of other races in China that just isn't accepted not at all
1: yeah for being for being like quote unquote communist you know it's just funny like look at the differences between like the communism in China and the like the you know the university communism of the United States it's like there's some startling differences here
3: mm. yeah
0: it's very like, different
1: like over here you know the the communists like they believe in all this intersectional stuff, and like China, he would probably thrown in like
3: the gulag, you know, a
1: political prison or something for talking about that. Like really, in any communist country, the people who think they're communists over here, like you know, they have a lot of bullshit ideas, but like you know, they would not go very far in a real communist country. Mm-hmm. But then they'd probably say, "Oh, they're not real communists. The real communists are like I don't know, this like hippy dippy dab, like." <laughs> Everyone's like non-binary, you know, Bill balloon
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's it is interesting. Like, yeah, the Chinese communists would throw the American communists in a fucking concentration camp. That's how different they are. But uh, yeah, they'd say
1: they're like the products of like uh you know of uh, capitalism. They're like decadents. That's what they would say.
3: Hmm.
1: I've heard that from Chinese people before. That like, you know, I I knew one uh, one Chinese guy who was like. He, he, re- he really did not like homosexuals uh, at all.
3: Mm. Like, well, that's another was, thing.
0: Yeah, they don't like gays. Remember when I told one that I was um, fine with gay marriage? He was shocked. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I had one that would probably, he was talking about like he thinks they should be put in not so nice places.
0: Mm. Well, they've already put the Muslims in not so nice places.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know, someone told me that they blocked the air like, that they censored the internet in trying to go and, like, get rid of gay porn.
0: Oh, really? I don't know if that's
1: true. Uh, that could have just been, like, a rumor.
0: Well, I know from one friend that they've heavily uh, clamped down on people that speak out against the government right now. Like, if you speak out against the government, it's a big no-no online. You know, before, like, I guess, I guess the implication was that they let slide sometimes, or they weren't punished that harshly, but now it's like, no. And that's what typically happens when there's uprisings or protests or revolutions in uh, totalitarian governments or governments with dictators is that now they got a, well, there's chaos. They need to bring more order. They need to use more power to keep things controlled more. And that's what you're seeing happening in China, which is why I'm afraid something bad's going to happen. But what I've heard also from my Chinese friends is that this protest is part organic and probably part engineered it could be engineered by different factions of the communist party you know ones that don't like president Xi and ones that do or maybe president Xi himself so that she can get more power because that's what she's been all about is more power more power more power he's now president for life he was the one that made that you know official now and i think that's what pre- i think there's all these players are kind of pulling the strings of these protests. But I think she is definitely using it to get more power, and that's going to be the end end um, result of this protest. is going to be he's going to have more power.
1: Well, I bet there's some CIA operatives in there doing some uh, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I, like I don't think that they're the ones necessarily who uh, you know instigated this, but I think that they're definitely fanning the flames.
0: Yeah, it's, it could be one of those things that start off completely organic, but like once it you know, for it to grow, it could have, you need some engineering, or once it did grow, then the, you know, the big boys came in and started, you know, engineering it for their own self-interest, but that's the thing, with any social movement, it's not as grassroots as you think it is, and, and probably it's not at all, like, there's somebody going in, an organizer, you know, a Saul Linsky type, or a, um, you know, and like a March for Lives thing, or somebody's going in that's starting this stuff, or that's, know taking advantage of a situation to get something because everybody wants something and they use these sort of things to get something they use these emotions uh so that's the real red pill in social movements
1: (laughs) a lot of those astroturfs out there very few things are truly organic
0: exactly it's like
1: it's like a supermarket you know you go to the supermarket you see organic apple like bullshit that's organic they like just (laughs) You know, they'll find just the right way to go and technically be organic, but like they're not actually organic. You know, it's like buying a new car, like especially these stupid like turbo, like four, four cylinder engines. It's like, oh, you know, you'll get like 40 miles a gallon, but in real life, you're getting like 30 at best. It's just like, what's going on here, buddy?
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of these sort of movements, though, the Proud Boys earlier in the week uh, had a bad day. Two of their members who were in a fight in New York City when Gab, Gavin McGinnis, their former leader-ish, wasn't really even a leader, like I guess he kind of was, um, was giving a speech at NYU, and Proud Boys were there to protect him because security costs are insane, and nobody's out there trying to protect these people, and the cops probably have orders from up above telling them to stand down, so they would have the Proud Boys there. Now, two of the members were convicted in this fight for attempted assault, something I've never heard of, an attempted gang assault and violence. Now facing up to 15 years in jail, their sentencing, sentencing, sentencing is on October 11th, which is about a month and a few weeks away. So, I mean, maybe, I guess they can appeal it, but it's it's a real bad situation because those New York uh see judges are corrupt as hell because these guys were acting in total self-defense from what i hear from what gavin said and gavin did a bunch of stuff to even help these guys like he stepped down from the proud boys because his lawyers told him that hey a gang needs two things a leader and uh, illegal activity and if you get yourself out of the picture you can make the argument that it's not a gang anymore because it's, it's, there's no leader, and I think that did help some of the guys. But these guys still facing up to 15 years, which is insane for attempted assault. What does that even mean?
1: It's no, no it's, it's like it's New York. Someone,
2: it's New York.
1: That's yeah, pretty it. much it. Yeah, it's a shame, you know, like, Antifa never gets caught for any of this shit, but, you know, it's it's always anyone else. They're the ones getting busted.
0: Well, here's the thing. Number one, the Proud Boys never go to Antifa and start fucking their shit up. Antifa always goes to right-wing things, and so the Proud Boys have to come to defend people. You know, when you see Gavin McGinnis getting pepper sprayed, when you see Lauren Southern getting p- piss thrown at her... When you see Milo getting the mic ripped out of his hands at one of his speeches, when you see Berkeley burned to the ground, you know, you need protection because nobody else is really protecting you. And that's why these people would show up. But, uh, and the other thing, number two, is that the Proud Boys would never start fights wherever they'd go. They'd act as bodyguards and self-defense they had just ended the fights as you know, we used to say in the schoolyard, you know, you don't start a fight, you end it. And that's how their sort of mentality was that sort of schoolyard, you know, we defend our guy. And I mean, it's just sort of gotten to this point. It's insane because of New York city.
2: I mean, in a way, I mean, and, and I'll probably go against the grain here, but dude, the proud boys should have known they really should have known that this was coming honestly they should have known this was coming you go to you go to new york city you you uh, like you you and you go to these protests and yeah you're trying to defend people but you're in you're in liberal territory mm. you 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 know that the fight ain't fair you know the judges are corrupt you know the system is dirty as fuck it's like and yet you go there anyway, like you, you willfully put it up, which, which in a way, which in a way is kind of heroic in a sense, but in a way it's kind of not very smart either. Cause you know, you know what's going to happen. Like, you know it, that whatever happens after that is not going to be good.
0: Yeah, so. I understand. I think, I think what they thought at the time was that it can't be this bad. We might get a slap on the wrist, have to pay a fine, do a little maybe community service at the absolute max. I don't think they think they thought it would be this bad. And I think that's why they went in uh to these gigs. I I you know, I don't know. I mean Gavin lives in New York, so I I, I don't know.
3: But... Yeah, dude, that,
1: that, that whole organization, it it's sad, but, like, they really should know better than to start fights. But, you know, on the other hand, when Antifa is openly engaging, someone needs to be, um, you know, someone should really, it's not really engaging violence, it's defending yourself when they'll openly attack you. Someone needs to defend themselves, mm. you know?
0: Yeah, d- and that's d- what the Proud Boys' purpose was. Uh, I mean, they started off as just a joke, and then they became a men's yeah. club of, you know, just people that just wanted to hang out, drink beers, talk about Trump, and maybe shoot some guns at a range or something. But then they became this sort of thing, because they felt that service was needed, and they were right in that. But, you know, the, the Antifa has controlled the courts now, effectively, because Antifa wasn't even... I don't even think they were... At the trial, in any way, or they're, you know, they weren't even really a factor in it. It was just total one-sided.
1: Dude, they ne- they never get in trouble, and like no. the judges, when they do get caught, they let them go. Like, you know, I know you get, I know you guys, you know, yeah, I know we've talked about that. Uh, James also got it
3: before mm. but like, you
1: know, he was still attacked with a flagpole by an Antifa member, and the judge in D.C. just let him, let the Antifa guy go, didn't even charge him. Jeez. Yeah, i mean and like it happens all the time but whenever you know a right-wing organization does the same thing they get the whole book around look at the sick man Trying to defend like he was you know yeah sure you could say he's engaging in violence but he was the one who started it you know we were a country found on like the idea that self-defense is a right
3: mm-hmm. you know
1: we fought against the british who were like just walking all over us but now when you know we allow these organizations antifa to just be to instigate and start violence and not have any repercussions be it legal or uh you know just getting their ass you without the other side getting like severely hammered by lawsuits you know what's going on Mm -hmm. you know the media and the judges are completely like the judges like the people who are allowing these people to get away with basically you know assaults like and Hitting the other party with assault charges, you know they need to go. They need to be fired. They need to be stripped, and they should be named. Like, someone should go and find all the names of the judges, so that next time, when they come for re-election, they can say, "Hey, you allowed a terrorist organization to attack American citizens without even charging them." You know, someone should make like a uh, like a, like a fucking website that goes and monitors this stuff, so that when re-election comes, we can stop these judges from basically having carte blanche to allow terrorism on Americans. Uh,
2: That probably, that probably won't do any good though. Like you're talking about liberal, a liberal judge in a liberal area. Like, and and I mean, you're talking about like New York, DC, California. These are liberal havens.
3: Mm -hmm. You're not
2: going to be able to, you're not going to be able to do anything In liberal age, like, honestly, separatism is, it's coming. It's a either, either we, either we, I I think that we have to either separate, like, you know, if you want conservative values, you're going to need to get the fuck out of New York. You're going to need to get the fuck out of DC. You're going to need to get the fuck out of California or, you know, or there's going to be a whole lot more violence.
1: Well, it'll get the judges names out there. So let's say that, you know, years from now, they want to go and become a Supreme Court judge, or they want to go to a different district, then, you know, they can be like, hey, this person allowed domestic terrorists to run amok, let's go and get them. And then there's a social thing too. you know, name, name the judges who are not following their own orders. You know, that's another sort of aspect to it. it's not really doxing if that's your job. You know, if you're, if you're a public servant and your job is to judge people and you're not judging them according to the rules that are set before you, you know, you should get called out for it. Now, I'm not saying that anyone should do violence, yeah. but, you know, there should at least be social pressure. You know, social pressure is a thing. And when you're elected and you you agree to uphold the Constitution or whatever state laws you have and you're not doing it. We're doing it in a biased and, frankly, you know, despicable way. Then, yeah, you should you should be accountable for that. And right now, they're not being held accountable. Like the judge in Penn State, they did the same thing when we had the people tear up the Trump stickers.
3: Oh,
0: the signs!
1: Like, yeah, they they let those two girls go. Well, had, what how what was
0: the rationale for that? Wasn't it? They some-
1: said they heard in the video that someone gave them permission to do it. What? Yeah. I was, I've like, seen that
0: video many times. I didn't see that.
1: I know. That's, yeah, that's bullshit. even if they did, you know, if if I get like, oh, yeah, here you see that Lamborghini over there. Yeah, just destroy it. Yeah, you can, you can just go and destroy that Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll still be busted if you start breaking the car. Even if I tell you to do it. Yeah. You know, if it's not your Lamborghini, you can't give people permission. Like, even if you give some permission, you have to have the common sense to know not to destroy it.
0: And the person that supposedly said that wasn't the person that owned the signs, correct?
1: Yeah, the only I knew the person. It, it was a certain Russian person.
0: The bomb you know, villain.
1: <laughs> well, it was, but no, I think it was either him or it was the uh, Republican. Uh, the R, what was it? The GOP, the local GOP, and neither of those people gave permission. So you know that that whole thing's a bit screwy. Mm. And I, honestly, shouldn't so you go look into that case? You know, they should go and start questioning people. There should be a retrial.
0: And that's the thing. Is like, I know, I why is the judicial system so liberal? Is it like this everywhere? Because state college, yeah, it's a college campus and all that. But the surrounding area of Center County is mostly red. Like, why are the courts so stacked like this?
1: Well, because, well, I mean, Penn State's a little bit different. I don't know if it's like that everywhere. It's just because Penn State's like a liberal liberal enclave, and there's so much students and, you know, faculty over there working influence that area, and that could have just been a particularly liberal judge.
3: Mm, yeah, but
1: still, you don't really know.
0: I know it's 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 frustrating because you see the just abuse of power is insane. And there's a lot of great checks in our system, but man, this one, just needs some fixing. So another thing that's been in the news, too, it's actually one of the more amusing things, but also genius in a way, is that Trump wants to buy Greenland. And I think he's pretty fucking serious about this, because there are some insider sources that say in some news articles I've read that he's been thinking about this for the past year and a half. And then when the Prime Minister, I think of Denmark, or whoever kind of owns Greenland, you know was saying some stuff to him like the oh greenland isn't for sale he like stopped meeting with them i think he seriously wants to buy and i think it would be smart to to make greenland a u.s territory i think it'd just be genius because every um president that has expanded america that has literally created this nation is you know they are the top ten most memorable best presidents. The best presidents have been the ones that literally made this country. So he would just be on Mount Rushmore just for this. I think he should fucking do it and he should pursue it.
1: Yeah, I, I think if he can, but I don't think be for. I don't think they're gonna sell it to him.
0: I know that's the thing. I don't know how practical this is, but damn, I hope it happens
1: but i i just don't think it well it's i think it's like a meme like you try mulling it over but like no nah, like it'd be it'd be cool if we could but like you know it's not that i mean i guess it'd be cool to have a place in europe that we could have but or like near europe you know i'm sure we could make use of it but it's just not gonna happen mm. like we'd be better off, like i mean i'd love to do that but like oh, I they, think- like Buying fucking Mexico because we already own like half. Like half its citizens are probably living in the United States <laughs> or
2: I think if any president could, it would be Trump.
1: I don't know if no, I don't. Now they're just not. Gonna he's negotiate. a
0: real estate mogul. He makes yeah, deals. That's he what buys well, shit. They're
1: not going to deal with him because he's Trump, and they don't like Trump.
0: It'd be the ultimate cock move. It would, yeah. It's, look, is it gonna be hard to make a deal of this? Yeah, it's probably gonna be the hardest deal he could ever do. But could it happen? It could. It's not as crazy as you think, and the benefits are, you know, are are surprisingly large. Even liberal outlets are admitting, like, yeah, it's actually a good idea.
1: But it's not gonna happen. It, it's it, they're not gonna sell it to them. They probably don't want to sell it. You know, why would they want to sell Greenland? It's green or ice on the road. The fuck it is.
3: <laughs> yeah. You,
1: gotta buy both. you know, that would be, but they're not selling it. And that's, you can't buy what's not for sale.
0: That's true. But you can make it for sale then.
1: Why is he just going to like buy fucking Zimbabwe? Uh,
0: well, see, the thing is like, this is close to America. So like a lot of our territories are that way too. Like I would trade Puerto Rico for Greenland. Anybody
3: honestly,
1: Yeah, Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, I don't think we should have Puerto Rico anymore. Like, they, you know, they suck. It's a, it's you know, a like, bad investment. But, like, the country itself, it's kind of, like, run terribly. And I think we'd be better off just letting them go independent. Like, because if we let them in, we would have, like, it, it would be a win for the Democrats. Let's mm. see, maybe... You know, maybe we grant, like if we got a Greenland, cause I think they, pr- we could probably convince them to be right wing.
0: Yeah, know? we could make it happen. Well, oh, you know that, Joe, I got a great idea. We should buy Greenland and then all the Trump supporters should move there. And that becomes our sort of Trump populist nationalist um, mecca. And we and have like just, an insane number of delegates, you know, so we could like be the new California of elections or the new Texas. How
1: about this? What if we trade? What if we do a trade? What if we trade California for Greenland? It oh, would be yes. A win situation.
0: That's a win win. And we don't look we can make it a state. So we don't have to add a star and it's 51. And it's uh, And you got to like find a place for that star on the flag. No, it's the same flag. Same fly. Yeah,
1: like 50, 50 states, who just do a complete trade, and then all the Democrats could go and move to California because then they could be in Norway and they can have their European gun control. They can, uh, you know, have their European health system. It would be perfect. Uh, you know this, this. Why isn't Trump thought of? It?
0: Well, I don't even know if it's legal to actually like take a state and fucking trade it.
1: I'm sure Trump could ma- Trump could write an executive order. If <laughs> he, he, he could find some way, I'm sure the Democrats would be like, "Hey, you could have your own." Like they'd they'd all agree for shit, except for probably the smart ones. Like, "Hey, wait a second Then there's going to be a, uh, you know, we're going to lose a lot of delegates like for the Democrat.
3: Mm. Yeah. Like, it...
1: Honestly, though, I I think America is going to be split up in a few years. Like, no nah, it's I mean, not going like, to happen. 20, 20 years, like, dude republics only last like republics and democracies They only last on average like what 300 years
3: or past Something that like. aren't we
1: yeah like we're we're getting into that stage where it's like we're already buying votes at this point where it's like you vote we'll give you bread now it's like you know you vote for us we'll give you you know benefit we'll give you cash money we'll give you food stamps
0: mm.
3: like
1: compete with that once you start doing that that does that defeats democracy more than any russian troll you know well, once you start they, promising been people, buying
0: votes for years like it's nothing new
1: i and, know but it's getting worse and now it's not even just that where they're importing voters
0: yes that's the bigger issue see, this
1: is see this
2: is where trump should counter and since he's already meddling with russians he should already be like, "Hey, I'll give, uh, I'll have all these Russian women blow all of you, and then he gets the male <laughs> vote and wins hand over fist." That's what I'm saying, yeah, like, that's
1: what I'm, over there, all pissed off.
2: Well, yeah, he, he's like, "Your green card is very sexy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, got it, got, it, got to fight fire with fire sometimes. All right, it's all. Well, you know,
1: if Trump wants to go and make like voter ID law. You- there's easy ways for like to end birthright citizenship. It'd be very easy for him to do that and get the Democrats to like it. All you'd have to go and do is like bring up the fact that, like, because this actually happens, like, like Russians will come over here and give birth in like American hotels. There's birth tourism from Russia. This would be like, okay, we need to end right birthright citizenship because of this. And you could probably get Democrats to agree with it. It'll be like a fucking Bugs Bunny sketch. It's like, wait oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 a
0: it's, it's like bending the gun back, the barrel back, so it points at them when they fire them. You know, like in those skits.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, like it, it's true though, because like that happens. You know, he could, he just needs to have like someone market it to the Democrats to make them want this. Like get a gets like a fake person, like pretend they're a Democrat and be like, oh hey, we need to end birthright citizenship because the Russians are influencing our elections. We need to demand voter ID to keep Putin out of the poll office and, like, get that to become a meme.
0: Yes. No, remember the memes of, um, they they spread this on 4chan and Reddit where it was, like, stop Russian meddling, demand voter ID. We need to do more of that because that, that holds them to their standards and that fucks with them and it has ridicule. It's, it's genius. I don't know why this wasn't you know, pushed hard enough.
1: Because, I guess, algorithms are, we need to do real-life advertising. Like, we need to go and, like, rent we get like a GoFundMe to go and like get a billboard. Mm-hmm. And just have it say get Putin out of the polls, demand voter <laughs> ID. Like wonder like I don't know how much that'd be like was like two hundred and fifty dollars a month for some of these like,
3: people. Yeah, I
0: think I know people that actually were doing that. I think I know people that were doing that. It was um we
1: need to start like a GoFundMe for this.
0: Yo, yes. Yeah, but then we're gonna get banned from GoFundMe.
1: All well, then we need to just go and like get someone like we we need to go and talk to like like a fucking GOP representative and be like yeah this would be like legit we would get and then like capitalize on the clicks see why like isn't a a G- it no, you you have to
2: sell it like it's
1: something else and then use that money to
3: mm. fund like
1: you know put you know Insta, get some to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram then you can go and get get money from that you know and then you would get money you get free advertisement cuz like you Buzz sell it
2: you sell it. You sell it like we're we're buy we're buying lollipops for sick kids, and then you use that money to fucking you know to buy ads, to buy these bullshit ads for <laughs> fucking
3: yeah.
1: Well, dude, the Democrats throw these ads up all the time. Like I'll see ones that yeah. was like assault weapons. Now I'm just like, you know, no one's gonna care about this. You're in the middle of like really? Pennsylvania. They're not gonna do that. Oh, and then like no. they'll have ones with like gop and there's a picture of like the russian flag yeah It's like why aren't we doing shit like this but with other things
0: see this is what the Koch brothers speaking of them should have been doing they should have gotten a lot of money into advanced troll operations because it's the trolls now that win it's the trolls who are doing the clever fun stuff that that spreads um well, like I wildfire
2: I, well i don't think the cokes wanted trump to win
0: i know yeah, that's the problem We need.
1: They they don't understand how the meme marketplace works.
0: Yeah, and look, memes are a limited medium. Like they're not going to like sway elections, but they energize your base, and they. They
1: Won Trump, if it was not for the meme game, I there's no way in hell Trump would have won.
0: Well, and that's why we need some people, which I hope will come out of our generation or the gener maybe millennials, but we need a Koch brother that is not. The Koch brothers, you know, we need somebody kind of like a Trump that has a lot of money that can just say, fuck it, we're going to do um, what really needs to be done. And There's gonna... a
2: whole lot. He's 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 gotten a whole lot of
0: he has.
2: He's gotten a whole lot of billionaire donors. Yeah, you're talking about you're talking about Stephen Ross. Uh, the owner for the Dolphins. You're talking about Woody Johnson, the owner for the Giants, Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, the the dude, one of the co-founders of Home Depot, Mike Liddell, the fucking the my pillow dude.
0: Yeah, well, like, oh, he's, he's interesting. Lot. Yeah, he has
2: got a lot of big money players.
0: First of all, Mike Liddell. If anybody doesn't know, his saying is, um, "From crackhead to CEO." Yeah, he used to be a literal crackhead, but he is a smart guy. Great marketing; his ads are fantastic. He gets the persuasion game. He gets the marketing game so good. I think he's going to be a future politician for Republicans. I think he's going to run somewhere, and you're going to see I, him win.
2: I would love for him to run against Omar. He,
0: he has from, a he's from Minnesota, right? Yes, he is. Yes,
2: right. Go, go after him. Go after Omar. Go right out. That would be the perfect candidate to do it.
0: Yep. Yep. The perfect I, I, candidate she, to do it. Yeah, and she, I think she's going to be one of the squads going to go down. AOC yeah. is get yeah, is smart. She's going to distance herself from them because they're they're pulling her down. You know, it's a sinking ship, and the captain wants to leave, but they're like pulling her. They're like, no, stay on the sinking yep. ship. She knows what to do, but she's got to be smart. Where she gets out in the right way, where they don't start really pulling her down, boom, bringing dirt out, or doing some real nasty things to her. But uh, she, of course, she might be behind the scenes plotting their uh, primary campaigns, where they get primaries. That's what's gonna happen to them. But it'll be interesting to follow. I, I always like a little bit of infighting, <laughs> even if I hate it. Once on our side, it's it's, it's it tells you some stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, dude. Fucking
1: end fighting the name of the game in the current day.
0: One thing I want to say um, before we close out soon is I want to give people a quick review of some summer reading I've done because I've read three very important books that everybody needs to read right now. If you want to be effective in politics, if you want to win in politics, if you want to win in elections, if you want to win in campaigning, if you want to win in leadership, if you want to win in life even you need to read these three books because they will totally change your worldview and teach you how to play the real game. Number one, this is the first book I read over the summer. was Trump's Are the Deal. Classic book. Great book. It's more of an autobiography of Trump's life, but it puts you in the mind of Trump. It's very easy read. It's also got a lot of tips and tricks in it on how to make deals. It's a great book. Definitely recommend. If you want to. If you don't understand Trump, read this now. You'll get Trump. Number two, Machiavelli's The Prince. Ultra classic, written by Machiavelli, one of the most misunderstood men to ever live. Yes, he is considered to be this like sort of evil guy, but he lays down the prince that, look, if you want to be an effective prince, if you want to rule, you want to rule well, this is what you have to do. He's not saying it's moral or it's what you technically should do. He's just saying it's what you got to do. And it's a great read. Uh very smart, insightful stuff. And finally number three, I'm I have actually six pages left, so I technically haven't finished it yet, but I'm gonna finish after this show. Rules for Rackles by Solinsky. It's yes, it's the playbook of the left, but it is for a reason. It's smart, effective, and a lot of juicy info, no a lot of juicy tactics. You have to read this, you can't read the TLDR or the Cliff notes. It's a must-read. It's a smart book. Liberty Institute, or I always screw that up, Leadership Institute was giving this book out for free at some of their events, and those people know how to win. The right can use these rules against the left, and they can use it to help them win. It's um, a total, uh, just, you know, an activist Bible. It's fantastic. It's smart. It's practical. And Solowinski just, he got it. He gets the game. I recommend all those books in addition to ones I've read previously, Scott Adams' uh, books of How to Win Almost Everything So Win Big and Win Bigly. Those five books right there will just change everything. They'll blow your mind. Definitely recommend. Love them all.
1: Mm. Yeah, they seem like good books. I've read, um, what was it, the... Uh, the one by Solinski and the Rules Makedown. for Radicals. Yeah, I had, I got those two from. Um, I, I think I had to buy The Prince myself, but I got Rules for Radicals from Leadership Institute. No, that, that's a pretty good one.
0: Yes, it's it's a superb. Book. Of, of all the three, it's the one that surprised me the most. I'd say The Prince was kind of what I expected. It was it was really good. It was a great book. Um, amazing work. Um, are the deal well oh, it subverted my expectation of the fact that I didn't expect it to be so heavily autobiography, but it was still superb read. But the rules for radicals really surprised me, because it's just so much stuff. I knew of the rules, but there's way more than just that. And it's just very, very interesting.
3: Yeah,
1: honestly. Yeah, I, I think, like, if you just had to read one of those, I probably would pick Rules for Radicals. That's probably the most immediately useful. Yeah. Because, like, Machiavelli was written for princes. Our, the deal was just an autobiography on Trump. It
0: but still Rules has business Radicals. tactics in it.
1: Yeah, but this is, like, direct political tactics. And yes. Examples. Like, this is the most immediately useful. You don't have to do any sort of extrapolations for the most part.
0: Yes, I agree. If you want to... I'll put it this way. If you want to win in business, read Art of the Deal. If you want to win in, you know, more ruthless dictatorship, or even a little bit of politics, read The Prince. If you want to win in politics, just any politics, rules for radicals, number one. If you want to learn how to do persuasion, if you want to learn how to communicate, win Bigly by Scott Adams. That's my recommendations. If you want to be an entrepreneur and win in entrepreneurship, Um, How to Field Almost Everything Win Still and Still Win Big is nurse Scott Adams one recommend for that. But these are all smart books and man, I'm a different person after reading them. I'm genuinely impressed.
1: Yeah, man. But um yeah.
0: Is that where we want to end?
1: No? No, there's a couple things I want to talk
0: about. There's
3: more. Oh,
1: shit. Here we go. I want to talk about some shit that's going on in South Africa.
0: All right, lay us down on that.
1: So we've had some uh, interesting events come out this week. So first off, like they decided to go and basically ban the Republic of South Africa flag in South Africa. And this flag, people think of it as the... uh, what you call it flag the uh apartheid flag but that's actually that would be like saying that the betsy ross flag was the flag of slavery well yeah sure there was slavery in place at that time it was more than just that because this flag in particular they were put, the orange and white and other colorless things like blue or some shit like that mm-hmm. That flag, it it existed prior to apartheid being in place. And now they're suing, uh, Was it the ANC is suing Afroforum for a flagrant display of the South African
0: flag. Flagrant Uh, display.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, so it's it's crazy. It's what's going to happen the next few years. We'll see this shit in America. Like, I think what happens in, like, these countries like South Africa, Zimbabwe, shit like that you're going to see that in America in the next, like, 20 to 40 years. You'll see that with, like, the Confederate flag and with the Betsy Ross flag eventually, I th- I believe. And that's just kind of crazy, like, just throwing someone in jail for waving a flag. And, like, Germany's had this for a while, and most of Europe has had that for a while. But, like, you can't even really compare that to, like, Nazi Germany. Like, you know, especially if if you're from that particular country, and this was basically all your history prior to that point. You know, this is a, this is a big deal. Um, Another South African tidbit. There was a a riot that took place uh, or protest at a school. And it was, I think, in the Natal province. And they demanded uh, smoke breaks for students (laughs) in high school. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty. That that country's kind of gone to shit. But uh, other than that, the only other kind of news that I had was there was some dude, like, I'm on the red flag gun law. There was some guy in the United States. Let me go and see if I can find his... Uh, lo- it was Florida. Florida man, of
3: course. <laughs> of course. So this I mean... time,
1: this Florida man did nothing wrong. He lost his <laughs> Second Amendment rights thanks to red flag laws and uh, mistaken identity. He was from a town hall. And there was some dude who ended up getting um, basically his Second Amendment taken away with no recourse. You know, like he has to go. He, it was taken away immediately and now he has to go through the process of going to court paying for a lawyer to get his second amendment back because of someone who did something with a name that was the same as him. Oh like my this, is my, this this is one of my biggest problems with the red flag gun laws like there there's no due process involved with them and this sort of thing can happen all the time like, this already happens and sometimes when you have the uh, background checks like, I've heard stories where people, you know, they they were trying to do background check, and someone with the same name as them popped up. But thankfully, they could, that that's able to be cleared up pretty quickly. But it's still an inconvenience. But when someone takes your guns, like let's say this guy was a security guard, he could be out of the job potentially. You know, if he or if he's a like a professional like gator hunter or something. Like you know, that, this is Florida that this shit happens. You know, they ever see that show on the history channel where they go and shoot gators and shit?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've heard that.
1: Yeah, the gator people, the swamp people are the fun.
0: Swamp wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, that that could be your livelihood, that fence taken away and there's no recourse. That's that's my problem with red flag law. Like, people, and then there was a guy in Maryland who got killed because some guy came in the middle of the night knocking on his door, busting in to go and take his guns, you know? And it was a red flag thing. And it was sad then people and the cops who shot him, you know, they should, you know, they should be tarred and feathered. You know, this is, if this was back in the 1700s, they would get tarred tarred and feathered. We would not tolerate that. But now, but now it's okay to go and take away rights, you know, because it's the 21st century and have no, no due process. That's my problem. Like even Trump, like I'm upset with Trump over that. Like they're You can't have due process... Like, you can't have, like, expedient due process with this shit. Because things like this happen. Like, people get their lives thrown upside down because of an accusation. Like, Trump should know all about this. Like, the Republicans, like, look, Kavanaugh. His ass almost got... He almost, like, lost everything because of accusations. and, And no due process.
0: Yeah, I mean, Trump hasn't done anything yet, so... I'm not particularly worried, but it's been a state by state thing, and the way you know we get now these cases so we can say, "Hey, it doesn't work. I mean, I know some particular people that have said some fighting words against me that you know there are some red flag laws in place, man, they would lose their guns real quick. you know what I mean, but
1: uh, like see, I know this individual I don't think he I think he's stupid. I think that he's a narcissist, but I don't think he's a threat. Like I'll yes,
3: but different.
0: but 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 Alex, it's a red flag, you know. Hey, hey, you know, he's got guns, he's saying this stuff. Mm. Even when you don't think it's a threat, that's that's where like the Florida man case comes in. It's like people, innocent people get hurt from it.
1: Like we're entering into this minority report sort of world at this mm. point.
0: Actually, I was just watching yeah. that.
1: And the people who can, like, say that, you like, give you a red flag, it, it's so bizarre. And, like, all this will do is, like, basically not want to talk to anybody, not want to go and seek. Like, that's already what it does. Like, in PA, if you go to a mental institution, like, if you go and commit yourself because you're feeling bad, now you might lose your gun rights for the rest of your life. That makes people who are, you need mental health, not want to seek help that does the exact opposite so the people who need the help will refuse to get it because they Mm. don't want their rights taken away you know we need to have a solution that like enables you to get your rights because right now you know once it gets taken away it's very difficult and very expensive to get it back
0: thank you for listening we'll be back next week with more real news